It's the perfect product. It's the product for you, your family, your friends. Tell your friends about product today. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. This is Jason. And I am Elsa. And this time we played Down to Hell. Down to Hell. Hmm. Man, I should just not said the name at all. Just how do you do that? <laughs> That's how edgy this game is. It's so fucking edgy. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, uh, this piece of shit released August 2019, developed by Red Dev Studio, published by Ultimate Games and Red Dev Studio. Other games released in 2019, we covered in WWE 2K20 Anthem and Kingdom Hearts 3. And this is only the beginning. There's so many 2019 games to come. Yeah. Oh god, that's true. So uh, I'm just going to say right now, I, I'm pretty sure that in the other episodes that we've done, I have said every game that came out in 2019. Don't at me. I don't really care but that's it i'm not saying any more games that came out in 2019 besides shit that we recorded we got there we finally did it i could have swore it would have been like 2006 or 2009 but it was 2019 all along so uh what are you doing this uh super metal piece i'm just gonna read the description i don't know if this is like their description i just typed it into google because i think this uh really sums up the game <laughs> down to hell is a dynamic slasher in which a lone swordsman must face the hordes of hellish demons the player takes on the role of a knight filled with hatred and struggle. During the game, the protagonist will have to fight with various demons in order to save the mysterious girl that previously saved him. Oh, it's from the Nintendo shop description. I counted five lies in that. Oh, right. Uh, so before we really get into this game, um, we picked this game in particular for the Switch port, which is supposed to be the fucking worst. And I don't think any of us played it on Switch, did we? No, absolutely not. I played on Steam and I played on Steam. Yeah, uh, I was going to get it on Switch, but it it was 99 cents on Steam and uh, 10 bucks on Switch. And fuck that noise. Oh my God, it's $10 on Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's $10 on Steam normally too. Yeah. Oh my God. So I was, blah, 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 blah. that was just so offensive. My brain short circuited. <laughs> yeah, this is a $10 game. Think about that. Internalize that. <laughs> I really don't want to. I don't want that inside me. I was going to say how like this is, this is a game that should only be sold for 99 cents or less. And oh, $10. That's rough. This is a game that someone should give you $10 to own. Yes. Yeah, because you're still in the playtesting phase. I mean, yeah. Early, <laughs> early in the playtesting phase. So for your mental model of what this game is, it is a 2D side-scrolling hack and slash. It tries to have some Metroidvania mechanics, but in general, it's just a 2D side-scrolling slash em up Okay, does it though? Because like when you play it, it feels like it should, but you don't like get any abilities or equipment or anything that allows you to access new areas and you can't really backtrack at a certain point either. That is true. I was just thinking in that there were multiple paths and like you had to go hit a switch. There are just some very, very basic mazes. Yeah, uh, this is going to be unfortunate. I would actually liken it more to Sonic. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. Because there's like verticality of multiple paths to reach the same end goal. I get what you're saying. For most of the levels, there's like the split branches and you could just go the high road and go the low road and it would just take you to the same end point. That's a good point. Yeah, because uh, Metroidvania is way too generous
just for just the like platformer with hack and slash that it is. I know. <laughs> I mean, ev- everything we attempt to describe this game is is going to be too generous. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like calling it a game? <laughs> this is a steaming shit pile that <laughs> happened across our way. It it looks like something that should have been released on the Xbox Live Arcade for like the early 360 era. It reminds me of something like Limbo or Braid, except with like less artistic merit than those games. And without the charm. <laughs> yeah, it, oh God. So honestly, that little blurb kind of gives you the plot. There's no, I, I guess to give away the goose or whatever the phrase might be, <laughs> there's there's no plot here because the game just ends at like, what is it, chapter two? Uh, No, no, it's like chapter three. No, because chapter three is still oncoming. Oh, yeah, no, you're, you're right, shit. The end of chapter two, the game just ends and they're like, stay tuned for chapter three. And then you just go, no. Well, you, you no. can't. Uh, chapter three is never coming out. You shouldn't be so lucky. So, uh, spoiler. No, no, they, they abandoned development of this game for the next game that they're doing that I'm not going to bother to look at because fuck them. Yeah, they, they've said they're working on something new in theory if they had a big enough team maybe they were still working on this but i mean yeah as you said there's not a whole lot of story to go through you're a marauding swordsman wandering through a hellscape in like i think the opening cinematic or after the tutorial your swordsman is saved by a random healer lady who is then captured by a demon so you gotta go save the princess or whatever yeah but he's a big like a titan looking thing with a goat head and a flesh bag for a hand and he's so fucking brutal and edgy and oh my god he's so fucking cool and the uh angel chick which i only say because i think he refers to her as like my angel my savior etc is like there and heals him question mark but really she just drives off the hordes of demons that were not really beating you because like this happens in a cutscene. because like I-, I don't know about you two but uh early on you just like button mash and beat the shit out of everything that's in front of you and even though like they just constantly spawn in they can't really hit you because you just keep smacking them and then he decides that he's overwhelmed. Uh, I'm dying. Finally, death. Blah. Yeah. And then she saves you. And then your your character is actually reluctant to save her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> In what begins the tradition of this game's horrendous dialogue, after that cutscene, there's a merchant, and I, I don't know what this guy's point is. Hold on, he's not like a merchant, because he doesn't sell you things. No. He's just like, he should be a merchant. Like, he stands at a place where, oh, like, naturally I get power-ups from him, but there's no currency to speak of, so you just talk to him, and he's like, you're fucking dumb, and your character's like, fuck you, buddy, and then you piss off. Old man. Old man. <laughs> and that's, like, the first couple lines are basically the old man being like oh well you would have died without her and your character I, I don't know having a like conniption is like I didn't need her I totally would have done it myself oh my god <laughs> I didn't need help from a girl uh, girls are gross <laughs> I got my sword. It's all I need. And old man is like, you should definitely go save her. There's demons to kill. And your character's like, fine, I'll go kill the demons. But not for her. And not because you told me to. It's because I want to. Because I'm dark and edgy. (laughs) Killing isn't in my blood. Remember that. I wrote down a few quotes. Actual quotes from the game. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The uh, high school level of edgelord through this game is fucking painful. I just have to assume that this was written by somebody who English is not their first language or their second language. And I feel a little bad making fun of them for that, but then I had to play this game. Well, the person that's reading the dialogue, English definitely isn't their first language. Oh, if I could read this language, I would tell you what air their 
from, but... I want to say Poland, right? Okay, that's the Polish flag, so yes? Yeah, because I had a note in here about yet another fucking game from Poland, and if you're not with CD Projekt Red, then you make crap like this, which is unfair to small Polish developers, because these are just... The games that we have to play are just garbage. It just so happens that we play a lot of stuff from Polish developers. Get your shit together, Poland. I read something about this once. It was because they pay their developers and coders a lot less than other places. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. A typical coding game developing job in Poland plays, pays significantly less, which is why you see all these small places pop up as well as people farm games out to Poland is because it reduces the production costs significantly. Mm, capitalism. But then also might explain why they're so not good is because if you're not paying for actual top of the line development and just like, hey, this guy knows code, you get, hey, this guy knows code. I know that we talked about it in another episode where like with a CD Projekt Red being as big as they are, that you've got people in Poland trying to get a game out so they can have something on a resume so they can go and apply there, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, like, whatever. And we have to uh, judge the games as they stand. And Just imagine oh, somebody boy. using this game as their, like, resume piece to try to get into CD Projekt Red. Oof. <laughs> hey, it technically works. Fucking put that on the board. Aww. It is technically more games than I have released. That is true. Down to Hell 1, Jason 0. I mean, I would argue it's less content than I've released. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yep. That's very true. So, eh. I mean, also, like, we all paid for this game, so that's at least a couple points for it down to hell, and I hate to give it to them, but it's true. They suckered us. They suckered us good. They suckered us out of three whole American dollars. That's like three whole tacos at Taco Bell. It is. That's three goddamn cheeseburgers. Is it? Yeah. McDonald's. Oh, I don't know. I Cheeseburgers for my dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're, we're here just like, I don't know, raging, trying to like not be implicitly mean to this tiny studio, but like the game sucks. It's very, very bad. Everywhere. Uh, the graphics. I, I don't know how to describe them. Well, you have uh, for every stage a mostly similar background. And as you progress through the different stages, there's what, four or five, five or six? Somewhere around there. Yeah, because it's uh, do a stage at a boss fight. That same dumbass Sonic-esque platforming to get to the end point and then boss fight after that. There's uh, a color swap. Everything is very brown. Yeah, uh, it starts off, I want to say the background's kind of like a foggy blue and then it changes to like a yellowish green and then at some point an orange and then back to blue. Yeah, I think they're going for, you know, quote unquote style, but it completely falls short of anything because it is just, they want it to be, I don't know, foreboding and grim, but it's not there. I don't know, there's trees and like some fog and it's... It feels a lot less foreboding and a lot more sparse. I get that. And the animation style isn't, it isn't pixel art. It's not 3D. It's like 2D cardboard cutout that is sort of like animated at the joints. Yeah, that is how I would describe it. It feels like high-res South Park. <laughs> You know, what's weird with the uh, art style. If there was more like to do, like, I, I don't hate the art style itself. Like, cause I, I, I like that it's the hand-drawn uh, move around uh, slidey bits, which is neat. And like other things have certainly done it better, but we can't compare everything to Paper Mario, I guess. And <laughs> this game is zero out of 10 on the Paper Mario scale. <laughs> yeah, there is barely any paper and certainly no 
fucking Mario. But you do save a princess. Uh, well, no, you don't even save her. Fuck, God. Right? She dies, doesn't she? No, no, she just uh, gets trapped in a flesh bag, and then the uh, big-ass titan demon runs off. Well, that's what I mean. She dies, doesn't she? she? Maybe. There's no conclusion. The game just stops. And I mean that. It doesn't, like, uh, have, like, a cliffhanger. It just stops. And really, that's for the best. I mean, probably. Yeah, the one thing it has going for it is it's short. And, like, uh, surprisingly short, because uh, I didn't know that uh, the game was, what, like, two hours of gameplay, and then it just stops? Like, wait, what What the fuck just happened? Oh, shit, the music. So, um, the combat sucks, and you have some... Uh... <laughs> you can't just jump over the combat, like, oh, yeah, by the way, the combat sucks. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, well, you have a light attack and a strong attack. And a spell. And a spell. Yep. A spell that you can swap out. You've got, like, it has quote-unquote combos, but, like, really, you just hit the different combination, and then, like, dude kind of does what he wants. The movement is weird and floaty. You have a dash, which uh, sucks on a keyboard. It is slightly better on a controller, but, mm, God, it is awful on a keyboard. But you uh, you you combine this, the weird movement, the uh, sort of floaty feel, the um, kind of unresponsive and certainly unsatisfying combat in with the boss fight, which is a larger enemy with more health that kind of just runs at you and doesn't have a whole lot of variation in their attacks. But every boss has its own boss music. A track from either Decapitated or Coronal, where it's just like fucking speed metal. Which I didn't hate, so long as you didn't have to repeat a boss fight, because if it kills you, then you have to listen to the whole fucking track over. That sucks. So, these bands, are they bands that are, you know, members of this uh, development team? Because it's kind of how it feels. As in, the music is bad, or... Oh, as I don't think they would actually pay to license music, and I don't want to accuse them of stealing on the uh, podcast. I see, I see, I see. They knew a guy who knew a guy. Yeah, right. Like, they know the band, and so they were just like, hey, can we put your, you know, music in this cool game? And they were like, sure, man. You're my cousin, so sure. Yeah, except in Polish. Right, not even going to try that. Jake is now looking up these bands and their discography. I was going to talk about the combat being so one note that I tried all the combat buttons like once or twice, and then I just settled on using light attack the whole time because it's faster. And you can upgrade it to be stronger than heavy attack. Mouse click one simulator. I assume you played with a controller? I did. Yeah, because I think, Jake, you also switched to a controller. Yeah, I switched to a controller. Uh, Because let me tell you something. The uh, keyboard controls on this are a fucking nightmare and there aren't options to change them your your wasd is move and then your mouse is your attack and you think that's fine but then jump is obviously spacebar uh well there are gaps that you need to dash over so what's dash surely it must be something uh yeah easy to hit right yeah it's a alt (laughs) uh but yeah the um alt key that is like directly below your wasd is your dash and so if you need to jump and then dash you need to hit space and then move your thumb inward and hit alt i don't think anyone who play tested this game used a keyboard uh okay um we had uh, oh my god all the games we played are fucking starting to run together we played some game where the keyboard layout didn't make sense on an english keyboard so maybe a polish keyboard looks different i don't know i can get any harder <laughs> also quick band update uh decapitated an actual band been around since 1996 uh coronal has a band camp page with stuff that released this year anyway keyboard i'm sorry yeah so just that like 
the controls are somehow horrible when there's only like four buttons you ever need to press. That's impressive. Oh, yeah, no, alt's in the same place. <laughs> yeah, so the... That's bad. I don't know. Are there other parts of this game? Like, I'm like, I can't. The story's not bad because the story's non existent, which I guess is bad in its own way. There doesn't seem to be any experience experience points so there's no actual reason to fight you only pick up like upgrade items off the ground so like it got to a point where i was just literally running past every enemy because i did not give a shit oh right i forgot about the upgrades and how it's rng dependent and how that fucked me over are they really there are chests that have upgrades yes usually you have to do like a a wave of enemies Mm -hmm. so it'll be like you have to kill 20 enemies and then it just spawns them slowly and you kill them one after the other and then you get to choose between three power-ups those power-ups are random so you can get like uh, me where it's magic attack boost more magic or stronger heavy attack great the slow attack and then the next one you get to it's a uh, stronger magic attack or more magic or stronger heavy attack <laughs> great a- at some point i found like a-, a strength boost to the light attack which is all i wanted because you're right like uh elsa you had said uh, you just mash the light attack because it's the quick one and like as you hit stuff and they like back away a little bit and you just keep smacking them smack them in the face i was gonna say i got like four upgrades to my light attack yeah my first two upgrades were to health and light attack so the game was just easier for me yep yeah the uh, i think it was the last upgrade i picked up was for the light attack and then the game was over <laughs> great that's rough buddy timely avatar is now on netflix this episode sponsored by netflix <laughs> We're not actually sponsored by Netflix. Please give us money. Oh my God. <laughs> if we could get any of that Netflix money. Wait, we're getting paid. Bro, can we write a screenplay or something? I don't know. How do you get that Netflix money? Uh, yeah, you just pitch them something. Yeah, right? It doesn't even have to be good. I've seen what they make. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Wait, insulting them doesn't help us get their money, does it? Not yet. No. I don't think that's ever going to work. You just mm. have to do it in like a viral sort of way and then everybody will love you or an ironic sort of way. Uh, looks at Josh. Trank shakes head. <laughs> Can we talk about the glitches yet? Look, I, I don't have anything else to talk about this, so go right ahead. All right, let's just run down this list. I glitched into the environment about five minutes in. Uh, I had to have an enemy kill me to get me out of that state, so that was fun. I fell through a perfectly good platform once. That was just platform there. I jumped at it. I went directly through it and died. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. I had the game paused for something like two minutes because I was, I don't know, off drinking myself blind or something. And the game either crashed or closed on its own. So don't leave the game paused for too long or it'll get bored and fuck off to somewhere else. I definitely had that. I wasn't sure like if I had just like lost my mind because I was playing and then I like went to the bathroom and I came back and the game just wasn't there anymore. (laughs) I was like, did I close it? Did somebody come in here and close my game for me? Am I not alone? Hello? Weird. I I don't remember having any like glitches and I never experienced that because I played this whole thing on stream and I don't think I paused it for long enough that that would have happened. That's kind of amazing considering the number of glitches I got. Well, if the internet's taught me anything because I didn't experience any of that, you surely must be lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is how glitches work. Yep. It's a perfect game. 10 out of 10. I'm not even done. Sometimes the subtitle 
animals would just freeze and not continue with the narration. Okay, that I did have, where ah. the, uh, the subtitles and the narration were not even close. Yep. Sometimes they would freeze. Sometimes I would get a, the same piece of narration for different zones. So like I would hear a piece of narration about how the swordsman, you know, didn't remember how he got his skills. He just was fully formed one day as a murder machine. And then I would get that same piece of narration the next scene, the next stage. And I'm just like, hang on a minute. Yeah, how he has he has no idea how he got his powers, but just one day the whole village was on fire or something. His whole backstory's dumb as hell. He just remembered his first kill as a child. They just put a knife in his hand and he stabbed. <laughs> God. That's right from my notes. Yeah, that's right from the game. The only thing left I have to talk about is the solitude boss fight. It is the second to final boss. It's like the naked lady boss. Oh, right. Surprise boobs the boss. She just runs up to you and yells at you. And for me, her attacks were too fast for me to dash to one side, attack her and, you know, dash back. No, her attacks were too fast because your dash has a cooldown. Um, They were faster than the dash cooldown. So um, she would just attack. I would dash away and then she would attack again and my dash hadn't cooled down. So I would get hit and then she would like stun lock me and keep hitting me. Her yell attack, it like stuns you slightly, but then she can spam it fast enough that you don't really have recovery frames. Right. How did you guys end up getting through this boss fight? Because I found a cheese strat where I let her knock me down and then I didn't touch anything. Like I put my hands off my controllers and my character eventually got up, you know, by default. And then she just sat there because like, I guess I wasn't inputting anything. So she wasn't reacting. And so I just clicked light attack very slowly from the point where I stood up and just sort of hit her in the head until she slowly died. Just looking at me. That's amazing. Uh, I so. had that. The first fight, she rushed me, stun lock, insta kill, nothing I could do. Uh, the second, as soon as I come back into the fight, she rushes and then stands there. And I just beat her to death. She doesn't move the rest of the quote unquote fight. Amazing. Yeah, I think that's how you beat her, is that eventually her AI script just runs haywire and she stops moving. Oh, this game is so broken. <laughs> like, yeah, that that that's the legitimate way you win the game, is you just wait for the game to come apart at the seams, then... You've won victory. You did it. You have escaped the matrix. It feels like a victory too. And you're like, okay, ready for the next stage. (laughs) Stay tuned for chapter three. Okay. Yes. credits. I was immensely relieved when I finished this game. And it was only like two hours, but having to do even like double that four hours would have been like pulling teeth. As the case is, I'm not going to like spare too much of my uh, left of live rage budget for this game. But um, it just was unpleasant, short and unpleasant. Yeah, I got deep tanks of rage. Hang on. Uh, Yeah, no, it's bad. Every part of it is bad. I did not enjoy, I guess, the only thing I mildly liked was occasionally the sounds of that music that they used from other bands that weren't them. (laughs) (laughs) It's all bad. It's... Thank God it's short, but like it's two hours and they charge $10 for it. That's offensive. Uh, yeah, this game is a fucking a fart in a windstorm. Like it came and it went and I barely remember it. It was bad, but 10 bucks is way too much for this piece. But 99 cents, still too much. But at 99 cents, like I don't care. It is bad, but we play so much other bad shit. Like this one is just meh. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me, it, it, letting it just kind of move on 
on with its own life is the size of the dev you know as i've said on previous episodes i don't know when but i we try not to punch down as much as possible and they are clearly a very small team that's fairly new at making games this game is horrendous. Yeah, I kind of figured this was um, a developer that was like one or two people, and this was like their first project, learning how to code. There's more of them than that, which I found surprising. I was looking through their thing, and if I remember, there are 12 people, maybe. Oh, jeez. But well. yeah, because if you go to their team uh, on their website, which is also cringy. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the CEO is listed as the overlord. Um, oh, Goodness. And then all of their like their pictures are like silhouettes. They're not they're clearly not actual pictures of these people. They're just like generic silhouettes with devil horns on them. Mm. Yep. Yes, they are. <laughs> oh yeah, it's cringy as hell. Uh so like I don't want to openly mock them, but man, do they invite it. Uh <laughs> Terrible Ooh, person. The very last one. Or maybe you? Question mark. Yeah, because they're hiring. Hell yeah. You can make them better, Jason. You can guide them towards victory. I could try. And I have to live in Poland. You say that like's the bad thing. I don't actually know if it's a bad thing. I would love to visit Poland. I don't know. I'd get to eat pierogies all the time. Hey. I'm in. You could eat pierogies <laughs> here too. I don't, I don't understand what <laughs> Poland has to do with it. <laughs> or being in Poland, I mean. Gotta get them from the source, Jake. Huh? Sure. Directly from where they grow on trees, pierogies trees in Poland. <laughs> you know, the Polish pierogi fountain, source of all pierogies. <laughs> Damn it. I thought it was the pierogi orchard. <laughs> the bountiful pierogi bushes. No, you've killed all it. All right, fuck. <laughs> so it was short and bad. Nobody recommends it. What do we do now? Now we answer letters from listeners. Like you? Question mark? Question mark indeed. Yep. Oh, crap baskets. I lost it again. Oh, we had a question and then Jake fucked it up. Jason, do an ad read. This week, the Bad Gamecast is brought to you by eyes. You don't use them for the Bad Gamecast because you can't see us. They're good for other things. <laughs> see other stuff. Unless you're Jake. He's blind as a bat. Whoa, I am way more blind than bats. That might actually be true. Oh, God. You know, fix them with lasers. Fix everything with lasers. I lied. This week, we're brought to you by lasers. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Did he hit the thing yet? I found it. Okay. This is from at Phenom French. For any games you play with a romance mechanic, either older games from the past or modern ones this decade, what features do you enjoy the most? What needs updating or changing? And what do you think lessens the experience and needs to be removed entirely? I take that crushing silence as um, you guys have a lot of experience with romance mechanics in your games, huh? Well, you know, uh, let's uh, let's 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 talk about some past episodes. For uh, <clears throat> uh, I think the most recent game I've played with a romance mechanic was uh, whatever furry sim we played, oh. and uh, I hesitate to call that romance so much as you're just trying to pick up someone and then uh, enjoy the cutscene. I guess that's just a porn simulator. Oh no, Mass Effect Andromeda, right? I was gonna say Andromeda has romance yeah so uh bioware games right uh or probably the most things that i've played with the uh, romance mechanic in them and outside of finally getting to be with garrus even though i was a male character and i had to wait till mass effect 3 for that that's fine because it was worth it because i love me some garrus i could care less about a romance mechanic in games it doesn't drive me i don't seek that out i'm not trying like sure in mass effect i spent the entire time getting with my crewmates just because i could but you've got you know as much many hours did you want to spend in uh the original mass effect trilogy i mean i didn't do that at all in uh, andromeda because i didn't care because i it, yeah 
just that. Like, I'm not interested in seeking a relationship with any of these people. And like Dragon Age is the same way. I played Inquisition. I'm not, I don't care about the romance. I'm not trying, like, we, we have a story we're going through. Is uh, me trying to sleep with my teammates progressing the story in any way, shape, or form? No, it's just a thing you can do. Great. I'm glad that we spent the time doing it. I guess it can be a way I'm going to take the other side of the aisle here and say that, uh, you know, a good romance subplot in a game can add something legitimately to it. Uh, you speak of Dragon Age. Uh, Dragon Age it was one of the um, romance systems that I both liked and didn't like at the same time because, like, you made you made your teammates like you by, like, essentially giving them presents. And depending on what the present was, it could be, like, a bouquet of dead flowers and the goth chick would love that, but you give it to the elf dude and he's like, why would you give me these dead flowers? To remind you of your own mortality, you damn elf. <laughs> like, given the Dragon Age universe, like, that's fucking... <laughs> that's pretty aggressive. Yeah, I mean, you know, those elves need to be put in their place. The slums. Mm. <laughs> no. Anyways, can help, like, I don't know, make your party feel closer, essentially. Make you feel closer to your team and can sort of increase your investment in the story and what's happening to your individual players. It's like, that's what happened to me in Dragon Age, and I quite liked the uh, the paladin goof. I don't know, he was goofy and charming, and it made me like uh, him and what happened, be more invested in what happened to him over the course of the story. Now, you know, I don't know if I've ever met a romance mechanic that I've liked. Like, you know, there's giving characters gifts, there's like pressing the right sequence of dialogue. I wish there was something more fluid and natural. Ah, you're absolutely right. Fable. Go on. Here's some chocolate. Uh, I'm a rip a fart. You think it's funny. Let's get married? Question mark. Like, keep it super simple. I don't hate that. Fair enough. I haven't played any of these games they're talking about. I played The Witcher. That one's kind of pre-scripted, though, because in The Witcher 3, you can sleep with a variety of people, but you can romance either Triss or Yennefer because it's following the book, kind of. Right. In which case, again, you should just pick Yennefer. Fuck Triss. I, I, I haven't played any of The Witchers, so I... Right. Okay. That's like... <laughs> that's how I just felt when you're like, ah, oh, yes, Dragon Age. And I'm like, yeah, that's a game I never played. <laughs> Hold on, as I recall in Dragon Age, the one, uh, the witch lady who was the daughter of the dragon, who she was just gonna, like, take her body over? Like, she was fine. Morgana, right? Elsa? Morgan? Yeah, sure. That yeah. sounds right. From Arthurian legend? <laughs> yes. I mean, something like that. Uh, mm. Yes. I, th yeah, the goth chick I was talking about. Yeah. I also played as a skinny elf, so it was funny, because, like, she was so much bigger than he was. I was just surprised she wasn't bi. Ah, you mean, like, the, uh, the one psionics chick in Andromeda? Uh, isn't all by, of the Asari are, uh... No, the commando who you have on our team who constantly talks about... Oh, yeah. The Asari chick. Mm -hmm. Literally, it's the only thing she ever talks about is the Asari, like, commando who trained her. Mm -hmm. Yes. All she talks about. And then as a female psionics character, I was like, oh, hey, I also do that. You want to get together sometime? She's like, you're not my type. All what? Right, cool. <laughs> Okay. You're not blue. Duh. I guess. Maybe. Also, like, the Asari have whatever business they want, so you know what kind of weird European plug shit she wanted going on? <laughs> so... It's an audio medium. You couldn't see my hand motions there. That's probably for the best. <laughs> that is for everyone's best that they didn't see that. <laughs> this episode brought to you by eyes. <laughs> Fix them with lasers. 
No, I was just going to say the point of this is that we are all romance experts and uh, we have opinions on this topic. <laughs> Clearly, we are all very uh, romance inclined, especially in video games. I don't know. Like there are plenty of uh, dating sims and that kind of like type of game, right? That exists. People sure. play them. Some people really enjoy them. That's not any of us. That is true. I have played Dream Daddy, the dad dating simulator. And it's really just a series of like dialogue trees. And if you choose the right ones, you like, you know, get in their good graces. And if that's like the norm, then uh, that mechanic sucks. I think that is basically how all of them work. Yes. Yeah, it's visual novels. Mm -hmm. And I tried playing Dream Daddy. God, I did not like it. Oh, wow. Really? Well, like, uh, it was boring, which is my issue with most visual novels and like i really like the characters and like the game is super charming and like it's funny and it's a delight to play just because it's <laughs> but like fuck it uh, but i i find it boring and i understand what it is that people like about it like i i can see that and i i see the good merits of it it's just not for me Fair enough. but i don't really like visual novels I, with a few exceptions like a uh, long live the queen because that game's amazing but it's also kind of an rpg not just a visual novel yeah uh and uh doki doki literature club because that shit gets weird also, that has romance options, so uh, yeah, visual novel, totally the way to go. There's another one I was thinking. Oh, Skyrim, uh, Elder Scrolls, right? You can, there's romance crap in there, uh, kind of, and that you can get married, and then your spouse gives you sandwiches or whatever. Like, I'm not entirely sure what the point is of that in that game. <laughs> To marry someone. I don't actually know. Yeah, so, like, I don't care about romance options in a game because I... Why? Like, I, I could go out and fail to, you know, pick someone up and just be awkward and weird. Normally, I don't want to do that in a video game for, like, the same reason why, like, I don't want to have to eat and drink in a game. That's too close to real life, man. Like, I'm here for the escapist fantasy. Don't make me, like... Well, I mean, <sighs> in, in a video game, you are suave and charismatic with just a push of a button. You don't have to think of the lines, you just choose them fucking got you there now you're just making me think about uh what was what was the truly horrendous game that we played yeah narrows it down yeah the uh pickup simulator oh oh yeah oh, no we don't yeah, talk what? about that here <laughs> yeah no they do because that's what we're talking about now oh no holy shit what was the name of that right i genuinely don't want to remember because it it's bad and you get a pick, you know, it's a conversation tree, just like we said before. It's just, you know, creepy and horrifying. Yeah, but you get that bitch a kumquat tree. Bitches love kumquats. Mm -hmm. And being judo flipped over a couch. After you knock them out. Yeah, so that they wake up in your arms. And uh, real talk raccoons, because people love surprise pets. Don't take dating advice from weirdos on the internet. Like us. Like us. Hold on now. Put a pen in it, Jake. <laughs> Don't have anything good to say, no. <laughs> no, no, Jake, let's... What is your great dating advice that's worked so well? Divorce? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're done with that. Yep. <laughs> so if you've got any uh, other questions, comments, concerns, what have you, send them to thebadgamecast at gmail.com. We talk about them while we record this, and uh, you can get us to talk, talk about, it uh, turns out, just about anything. So send those along, or uh, if you've got anything you want to say, you can hit uh, Twitter at thebadgamecast. Uh, I try to keep updates there for when we're releasing episodes and potentially streaming updates because we stream on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash thebadgamecast, Monday through Thursday, blah 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 uh, We've got a Facebook page. Don't look there. We've got a Reddit page. Everything, all the episodes go up there. Discord? If you can Discord, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always put them up there. I try to be around there as I mostly have Discord up when I'm just like on my PC. 
NPC, so that's a thing. And then the Patreon, everyone who has been uh, still subscribed to the Patreon for the Bad Gamecast, thank you so much for, you know, everything, helping us keep uh, this chip going. Yeah, thank you for your continued support. It, I, I, We say it, and thank you, and it really does mean the world to us. You guys are the best. I love you. But like in a platonic way. It's not weird. Don't make it weird. No, we don't put up with that. No weirdness from the Bad Gamecast. We're professionals. We are professionals. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Well, if that's all the, those players, you can find me on Twitter at Jake Prey. You can find me on Twitter at Freya Faust. And all right, uh, for the Bad Gamecast, I've been Jake. I've still been Jason. I'm metal. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Don't I don't know that I could do that. <laughs> Come on, Jake. It's the back of the throat. Join us. <laughs> you know you want to join the dark side. We have cookies. <laughs> cookie, cookie, cookie is for me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>